Hi, this is Erica Hagen, the Communications Manager at Presbytery of Southern New England. We are a regional governing body in the PCUSA, and this is Connecting Our Conversations, our podcast space that um, allows us to push the edges of our faith and help us to deepen discipleship. Today, I am talking to the Reverend Jocelyn Cadwallader. She is our moderator here at PSNE, and she's also the pastor and head of staff at First Presbyterian Church, New Haven. JC, why don't you introduce yourself? You pretty much said it. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the pastor at First Presbyterian Church here in New Haven, Connecticut. I've been here for, um, this is actually my fourth anniversary. Um, like today, actually, is my, the four years ago today, I started as pastor of this church. Uh-huh. Um, Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. So it's exciting to be here. Uh, and yes, I am also currently serving as the moderator of this presbytery and am honored to do so. It's um, an interesting season, I think, to be both in ministry and to be working at the presbytery level with with the everything, with um, the, what we're all doing with COVID. We just had to shift our presbytery meeting virtual, uh, as you know. Yeah. And um, a friend of mine calls this a season of cascading disasters of, hmm. um, yeah, he works in, um, he works in hurricane preparedness. So this is ah. very much how he does. But he said, you know, it's like COVID. And then it was what happened with our sort of racial awakening in the country of people realized re-realizing um where we were with that and then hurricanes and it seems like it never quite ends we're just cascading from one to the other so now that I've set that scene What I wanted to talk to you about today was the amazing sign in front of First Presbyterian Church, New Haven, the No Justice, No Peace sign, which came about kind of early in the, I don't know how to talk about the pandemic season, earlier in that season, but mid-year 2020, I think. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was in the summertime. It was after um, the death of George Floyd in the, in the um, midst of kind of a national response. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement was taking um, a lot of uh, energy that was kind of fostered among people who are um, progressive, who understand, uh, who can see and experience the racism in our country, the the harm that white supremacy does against all people. And it was kind mm-hmm. of amidst all of that um, in that summer, in the summer of 2020, that First Pres really was in a position to think about how we were going to be in ministry um, in that moment. So for us, we had begun um, the year prior, probably maybe even a year and a half prior to that, we had, as a whole collective, as a whole church, we had begun um, an in-depth study of understanding race and racial identity and Mm -hmm. understanding um, whiteness. We're a predominantly white church. Um, Understanding whiteness, understanding how whiteness impacts the world and impacts our ourselves and impacts our neighbors and what it means for us that we are an institution that is predominantly white um, and predominantly privileged because of that whiteness um, or that whiteness is a part of that privilege. Um, so we had spent some time uh, studying. We did a we did a book study as many churches do. Um, we then had small groups. So we had almost 90 members of our congregation engaged in small groups 
that were then engaged in conversations around race uh, specifically. Uh, those small groups, they started in, they started gathering in the fall of 2019 and, uh, and they were meeting kind of through the program year, which is synonymous with the academic year. So we were, we were meeting from like the fall of 2019 through into the spring of 2020, which uh, that was kind of when the pandemic hit. So, right. uh, so some of our small groups, they kind of took a break for a little bit and then regathered on Zoom when they could find some time and energy um, <laughs> to be together in the wake of like all of that uh, turmoil of switching to online life as we had to kind of retreat to our own independent homes. And uh, so the conversations were really vibrant and really important and people were really engaged and, and feeling um, feeling like this was important to explore and there were theological implications for for them and spiritual implications for for us to understand this and participate in the conversation more widely um, and culturally. So over the summer when there were um, marches being planned mm. and things of that nature, some people felt uncomfortable going to a large crowd and rightfully so and other people felt compelled to go no matter what that that was worth the risk. Um, but com collectively as a church, we really felt it was important to do something together. Uh, and we have this property on a relatively busy street and um, we decided that we wanted to do something on the property to be a conversation piece and to kind of be in conversation with our neighbors. And so we um, got a team together and we constructed a kind of interactive art piece, which is a giant sign. It's big. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> It's eight feet tall, at least. The letters are um, the letters themselves are four feet by four feet, um, and the the sign says "No justice, no peace." And the the um, "No justice" is painted in black, and "No peace" is uh, painted in white. And it's to be, and we use the same font that's um, used by the Black Lives Matter movement. So when you see those signs that are like printed yard signs that people might have with the block lettering and the black and white, um, we wanted to intentionally use that font to be in line with uh, the movement. Now, when we had the conversation about like, what do we put in our yard? <laughs> we talked about lots of different things. We, uh, we talked about using some more like theological or spiritual imagery. We talked about a dove. We talked about um, crosses. We talked about things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, then we also talked about, you know, how can we be like overtly in line with uh, imagery uh, for racial justice. So we talked about the fist of black power, but then we all, we thought this is not us. <laughs> this is not <laughs> We're not a black church. Right. We don't have a predominantly black community. So it, it does, it feels really disingenuous for us to kind of, we don't want to co-opt, co-opt that imagery, but the, but a, a, a symbol of allyship is the, the no, no justice, no peace chant. Mm -hmm. um, and so we stuck, we, we went with that and um, we, so it's black and white and it, it is lit up so that you can see it at nighttime. Um, and we were also really intentional about wanting it to be interactive. So right next to this, to the big sign, there's like a little box that used to, it was once a birdhouse. <laughs> um, and we put a flap lid yeah. on it and we have a little sign on it that asks the question, um, what will you do, uh, for the cause of racial justice, like what will what what is your commitment 
uh, to racial justice. And there's a, there's a bunch of chalk inside, black and white chalk. And we've invited everybody and anybody to come and, and write your commitment in chalk on the sign. And the chalk was really intentional to use chalk, not paint, not uh, markers, not something more permanent, because it's really important that we continue to recommit to this work. And I mm-hmm. think imagery of, you know, writing something down and making that statement and having that publicly recognized um, and kind of making your confession that, like, I'm going to do this. So if I'm going to write it publicly, people can hold me accountable to that. But then the rain will come. But then the I, rain will come. And I, and like, and that's as quickly as I could forget my own commitment. Um, And so I have to go back and rewrite and recommit to the work of racial justice. And that's kind of, so that was really intentional that we, we did it with chalk as well. I, when I saw the, I'm going to link pictures so people can see when I first saw it, I gasped, like it, it is so striking in front with the lights. I didn't realize the font matching up with Black Lives Matter, but as a communications person, yes, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. really great. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that I've, I'm thinking about two kind of conversations here. The one was this shows such intentional imagery and thoughtfulness, and I, I guess I'm interested in what that conversation was. How you all got there? Was it these small groups? Did they talk it through? Was there a special team? We had a special team gathered together. Um, we, there were some people, we kind of put out a call for creative folks. Mm. Um, we had been hearing like bubbling from the small groups that they had wanted to do something and they wanted to do something creative with the property. So we kind of, out of that came and ask, like, can you get the creatives in the congregation to come together and think about this? Um, and, and that's what we did. So we, we kind of put a call out and a bunch of people, a, another group of people came together to, to talk about it specifically mm. of what we would do for this and how cool. to construct it. So, yeah. Nice. And then my second conversation question was, you mentioned wanting it to be a conversation with your neighbors, like your literal neighbors who would walk by and see it. And I imagine you heard some things and I would be interested. Um, I both am interested in what people wrote on this, on the sign itself, but also in feedback you got from your neighbors. So we've gotten like no negative feedback. We haven't like gotten emails from neighbors saying, take it down. It's an eyesore. Nothing like that. Wow. Um, we've mostly gotten a lot of people uh, coming to write on it. Um, it's been really fascinating. We do get a lot of foot traffic because there are two, um, lovely parks that are nearby that people have been utilizing a lot more in the time of COVID, Mm. um, to be able to get outside and, and they have to, like a lot of people in the neighborhood kind of have to walk by our church to get to one of those two parks. And, uh, so we've noticed a a pretty significant uptick of like child's handwriting on the signs. And, um, I've noticed as I look out the window, um, you know, adults with children going up to the sign and writing something. And there's, um, children have drawn pictures on it. Um, adults have written words, you know, some people were trying to write way up high. It's because it's so tall, it was (laughs) words way up high. Um, but it was, but people were mostly writing their commitments. They were saying, um, you know, I'm trying to think of what some of the phrases that people had said, but you know, like, believe black women and listen, not speak, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, stand up for those who, who can't for themselves, um, release the captive, uh, practice confession, practice repentance. 
people are writing all kinds of things like that on the on the sign and that's been our primary mode of communication with our neighbors is um mm. and our primary conversation with them has been just through the sign it's sort of part prayer wall part conversation part it's it's really interesting interplay of lots of things that we've sort of done as a church before but in a really intentional way i'm i'm liking this a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really yeah. neat it yeah. is really really interesting um and again i am so grateful that you know none of our neighbors have been like take mm. it down it's an eyesore and we're right across the street from a public school we're you know we're not hidden away and no it's pretty big but we're we're now becoming kind of known as the church with the no justice, no peace sign. I can see why. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, which I'm happy for. I like mm -hmm. that's, it, it is a, it's also a confession of our faith and it's, it, it, it tells a, a part of the story of who we are as Christians in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think as Presbyterians as well, that confessional nature of declaring who you are is a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this came when you when it first came out, I gasped it was one, you know, and then um, it came to my attention again through social media when you shared that someone had, I don't know, the verb to use, vandalized, vehemently shared their thoughts, <laughs> like how both could be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a converse as uh, the way that I've been thinking about it. Yes, it was. Uh, we could think of it as vandalism and that they used uh, something permanent to write with right. as instead of the chalk. Yeah. Um, but they also were sharing their voice in the conversation. And, and I think it's reflective of what's happening in our national conversation. Um, but somebody wrote on the sign and, and wrote things that are factually untrue mm. um, that are, I believe in the, in the ether. I think they're, they're, uh, they are statements that are made, uh, but they simply are not rooted in truth or fact or um, reason. And and so it's so we felt compelled that we needed to to do something to um, be in conversation back to reflect something back and to to hold to our uh, value of truth telling. Mm -hmm. And so. There was something that was not true on that was written in response to other things so somebody had written say their names uh and a list of names of people were listed and then there was a uh commentary mm. about that and so we it was across several of the letters <laughs> um and so it wasn't a simple and because it wasn't written in chalk it was what would like stay after the rain so we needed to come up with a a, a solution to not simply erase that voice because that voice is a, it's a vehement voice. It's a pernicious voice in the midst of uh, pursuit of justice. And it's, uh, and it does require a response. Mm -hmm. um, in our minds, our response needed to be um, faithful and grace filled. And, uh, and we didn't simply want to just erase it and move forward and, and act like it didn't happen. So, we felt that we as a church could then respond again more collectively. Uh, and so we altered, we, we took the sign down for a couple of days and we decided because the no's are so high up, like they're really <laughs> difficult to, cause it, it says like no justice, no peace. Right. 
Um, and because the no's are so high up, <laughs> they were really difficult to write on anyways. So we decided that on the nose, we have, we then kind of put on permanently uh, like an embossed print mm -hmm. um, text from the Belhar Confession. Mm. Uh, so we decided to put on a confession of our faith uh, and a profession of our faith to, to articulate why it is, uh, uh, reinforce why it is where we have this sign here and why we're engaged in the conversation and why we are committed to the work of racial justice uh, in particular. And so, so we have um, text of the Belhar Confession on the letters no, like that make the N and the O and then N and the O on both of those. And then the justice and peace sign is still uh, up for chalking. For chalking. Yeah, yeah. So that's still available. So that was kind of our response to um, Mm -hmm. speak truth in the face of whatever that voice whatever was. it was the vehement yeah. conversation <laughs> vehement conversation but yeah. um i hadn't considered the imagery of the rain washing away the chalk versus how rain couldn't wash away but like conversations that go somewhere and conversations that shut it down yeah and so something i'm finding interesting on your on your church's response to do the Belhar confession is that that will not wash away, right? That's right. permanent. So it's interesting that it will, it, it's the grounding of who you are and what you do. I, I truly hadn't considered the rain and, and that's, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like this, because this was, this is a confession of our faith. This is, a, it's in our constitution. This is who we are as a people that we strive for on a regular basis, like this is a part of our foundation mm -hmm. and this is what, um, this, what, this is part of our permanent story, mm -hmm. even as we labor, um, and we try and we fail and we try and we fail. Like we keep like that part is the fluid part that's vulnerable to rain. It's vulnerable to relationship. It's vulnerable to grace. Um, like that all is really beautiful and, and it's all on this foundation of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. And that was what we wanted to put forth within response yeah. <laughs> to what, to what, uh, to that voice of, um, vitriol. Vitriol. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to ask a really practical question as someone who is terrible at painting letters on things. Do you have someone who has that gift in your church? How did that so for the permanent letters that we actually yeah. like, um, we went to a, a sign maker to get like adhesive letters, ah. to, like, and then we like stuck them on to the, to the letters that we had blocked out. And because the others are just solid letters, it's easy enough just to mm -hmm. paint black and white. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually had, the, uh, like a lot of the kids in our, in our congregation, you know, chipped in and painted some white and black and, and then we did have an adult, like lay them on the. Oh, yeah. the letters so that it's it is readable <laughs> i think my kid would do a better job than me but i'm the exception <laughs> um so it was something your community came up with together and then took care of together um yeah that's great yeah yeah and different people at different times so the group that gathered to meet um to come up the creative idea that was a different group of people that kind of came together when when the the 
I'll call it vandalism. When that, mm -hmm. when that incident happened, I reached out both to that creative group and then also to our social justice committee to see if they wanted to have any input in it too, just to expand the conversation base a little bit. So then we had, you know, kind of a different group of people jumping mm -hmm. in who had time and availability and, um, and passion and compassion for, for, you know, picking up this particular time in the project. Um, yeah. And there's always a question, but like, you know, a question remains, when are we going to take the sign down? Are we yeah. going to take the sign down? And that, that, re that's still evolving. We don't have an answer to the question, so it'll stay up until we do. <laughs> Probably wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just kind of, you know, like we're open to the spirits movement and, you know, we, we don't know where this will go or how this will change us, but we're open to how it will happen. Well, and you didn't know back in 2019 when you started the small groups, what, you know, you were getting that soil ready for who knows what, and this has been part of it, yeah. that, that sense of evolution. It's exciting. It's an, it's an exciting yeah. project and it's, um, it's exciting to see people in, we're, we're now gathering for worship in person. Um, we gather only outside, we worship outside. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, it's been really interesting that way back when it first came into existence, it was a reason to bring people back to the church property, mm -hmm. um, that they could come with their kids. They could come with their spouses. They could come by themselves for a moment of meditation on the property and they could write their commitment. And now it's exciting to see people coming for worship and going over to the sign again and remaking another commitment. It's, um, it's just a part of the life of this community now, which is really fascinating, particularly yeah. with so much of uh, when we think about what our community is going to look like in this upcoming year. You know, your friend described it as, uh, what was it? Cascading, Cascading disasters. disasters. <laughs> yeah, see, my experience is, though there are disaster elements to these things, I've also found it to be very much um, like constant exercise in flexibility. And mm. I mean, this is just like the most intensive, like hot yoga class. <laughs> that, like there's always new stretches and there's always new things mm -hmm. that we can kind of like try and experiment with and see if we can make it work. And some things, you know, like we can't get into, we can, we can't get into a position like that, but other things it's, you know, like we're just trying new things and seeing where we go. Seeing um, what you can do with the heat. Yeah. See what we can do with the heat. And yeah see what the spirit can can do among us and it's in this myth so uh yeah so it's fun to see how that will shape us i i look forward to that evolution it's um i feel a little like a creeper of the no justice no peace sign i just sort of you all are, have great social media and I, I like to check out there um maybe i'll do a drive-by and, and visit in person sometime please do i will please do. Write, <laughs> write your commitment on it there you go Stop to be there. washed away exactly yeah uh, JC, thank you so much. Thank you. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. Me too. I appreciate it. the opportunity to share about what's happening here. <laughs>